Welcome back to the 52 Weeks to Wealth. This is Wealth Principle number 11. Wealth Principle level is uh, 11 is double down on your marketing. Double down on your marketing. This is a principle strategy for business owners, for real estate owners, for investors, and for operators of their, their personal life. So if you are single and looking to find a single and looking to mingle, you might want to increase your marketing. If you haven't found the right one, double down on your marketing. I think Mitch Jorsky was out marketing last night. Let's give uh, Mitch Jorsky a round of applause. The 52 Weeks of Wealth has been a journey. Each one of us has gone through a transformation over the last 11 weeks. Many of us have been here for the last two years, three years. We're in season three now, the 52 Weeks. As we're going through, we're focused on doubling our income and doubling our net worth. Hands to the camera if you've been here for at least the last 11 weeks working on increasing income. Awesome. Awesome. Who here has been here more than that? Over a year? Who's in season two right now? Hands to the camera if you're in season two. Awesome. We're stacking wealth. We're stacking wealth, bringing people through. The idea of marketing is not the first thing that you thought of when you came into real estate. Hence the camera, if you didn't even consider marketing when you came into real estate, you thought, I'm just going to buy houses. Yeah, and that was the plan. Or I'm just going to wholesale. I'm going to be an agent. And for me, I thought I was going to be an agent. I thought I was gonna, just going to go out there and people were just going to show up and say, hey, help me buy a house. I thought I'd go sign up with a brokerage and they would just hand me clients. And then I would go out and I would show houses just like a normal job. And it turned out not to be the case. It turned out I had to become a marketer. And for the last, since I got my license, uh, which was in 2012, so the last 10 years, I've been marketing. I've been marketing and marketing and marketing. And the first year I realized I was not good at marketing. Hence the camera if you ever had that experience. At any point in your career, you were like, oh my God, this I'm not good at. Yes. Not only was I marketing, but I was also in sales. I was selling. And as an accountant, I wasn't very good at that either. Has anybody ever messed up a sales conversation? Anybody? <laughs> Not the only one, right? So sales and marketing are the lifeblood of a business. In fact, when somebody asks me whether they should get into a business, I ask the first thing I ask them is, well, how can you sell it? Can you sell it? Do you have somebody who wants it? How, or what is your marketing strategy? What is your plan to get more clients? Do you already have clients? Because most business owners are just good operators. And so the 52 Weeks of Wealth is designed to build you up in a way that's going to not just strengthen your business, but strengthen you. It's going to increase your skills, increase your skill sets. So Wealth Principle 11, we're going to dive into this one. This is important right now because as we were just talking about with all of our mentorship students, and our mentorship graduates, this is a hot market. In the real estate market, the, we crypto, stocks, there's just a lot of volatility. There's there's a lot of changes happening. Interest rates went from 3% to 5% in a series of months. We're looking at probably coming close to 6 maybe 8% by the end of the year. This is the theory. This is what the websites are saying from the Fed, from you know the mortgage companies. So the odds are that interest rates are going to drive down prices or at least slow down prices. So what do you do? Stop buying real estate? Well, no. Market better. Find off-market properties. Find people who want to partner with you and increase your ability and capacity to acquire the right types of properties. It's, in real estate, it's never been about just buy property in the cash flows. It's been about buying the right property, managing it properly, and then it cash flows. Hence, can if you found that to be true in the, the landlords on the call, the people who've owned real estate, there's a lot of management involved. So there's 
there's another side of real estate that we don't talk about nearly enough, but it's the passive side. It's the investing side. There's marketing on that too. If you've got a whole bunch of money, you're sitting on a whole bunch of money, but you have nobody to invest with that you trust, you've got to start now marketing. You've got to find a way to put that money to work. On the other side of it, once you've spent your money, once you've invested your money, you're out of money. There's, there's something that I say you know, to Darina often, I say to Ron occasionally, marketing creates an excess of a highly prized asset. I write that down. There's not a, I couldn't find that anywhere. I couldn't find, you know, some other person that, that was pointing it out. Marketing creates an excess of a highly prized asset. And what excess is, is something that is, uh, Ron, can you contact Joe Degan hard? She keeps calling me. She's probably looking to get into the room. Yeah, she just bought tickets to be the bank. Anyway, so we, we have to recognize that in business, if we don't have an excess, we can't sell it. Hence the camera, you know, you're not selling anything that you only have one of, like, especially if you love it, like you want it, you want to hold on to it, right? Now, what if you have dozens of properties and you're at this point in the market, like Ron and I, we have dozens of units and we're at this point in the market and we're saying, well, market price went really high. Maybe it makes sense to sell some of these. We, for a long period of time, were bringing in an excess of units. And so we had the excess. Now it's like disposition. There's three phases of marketing. Three phases of marketing when you're talking about doubling down. The first is acquisition marketing. This is what you're all familiar with. And you're, you're familiar with the other ones too, just maybe not considering the marketing side of it. The first one is acquisitions. So for somebody who's being the bank, somebody who's a lender, we're going to talk about be the bank. Uh, let's say, hands if you're going to be the bank, you already know about it, already signed up, already locked in. Awesome. I'll see you guys there. You're looking for somebody's money to borrow in stage one of be the bank. It's acquire and excess. Either, either you have worked hard and collected a bunch of money and you stored it up and now you have an excess of cash. This is why you lend. And same on real estate investing. Either you found a whole bunch of deals, you found a bunch of opportunities, you acquired a bunch of real estate, and now you have an excess of it. The next step is utilization marketing. So real estate investors should be familiar with the concept of renting our units out. You can't rent out a unit without letting people know about it. Right? We, so we use different platforms, different avenues to let tenants know about our units. In a hot real estate market, marketing is the easiest thing in the world. You don't have to be a genius. In a down real estate market, let's say COVID for Airbnbs, people had to get creative. People had to really, like they learned the intention behind marketing of utility. So there was a, a period of time where suddenly it was like nobody wanted to Airbnb anything. Hans Cam, if you remember that, remember like you couldn't travel, it didn't make any sense. Airbnb suddenly just went down in profit. Hotels went down in profit. During that period of time, people who got creative with their marketing found ways to survive. They found ways to get by. Some of them found ways to thrive. The other type of marketing is asset marketing. Once you have assets, dispositioning them, selling them. We're all familiar with the idea of putting something on MLS and selling it, getting a high price because it's now distributed in front of a whole bunch of people. So when, you, when you're distributing an asset, this is selling the thing that made the money, the golden goose. When you're acquiring the asset, you're going out to people who don't necessarily have a, an awareness of you in the beginning anyway. 
So we go direct to a small number of people or a, a micro super focused number of people. And then when we sell the utility of that thing, the reason we went after it was it's just so easy to sell, right? The, the reason we went and acquired it in the first place, just so easy to get rid of. As a lender, we go and acquire money from a hedge fund because we know that everybody wants to borrow money right now. Hey, scary if you would borrow money right now, if it was inexpensive and no docs, like just, yeah, everybody, everybody on this call. <laughs> so that's why Alchemist Financial was created because it was just an easy way for us to serve a community that we already had already existed. We already knew it was moving, doing things. So we went and acquired somebody who had an excess of cash and started borrowing, lending out their cash to them. This is part of Be The Bank. We'll talk about it uh, at 12 o'clock. So everybody who's going already knows. We're going to talk about how to be the bank at 12. Be there, be square. For each one of you, your business, and some of you are considering new businesses right now. Don't, don't consider too much. Don't give yourself too many options. Your business also has three levels of marketing. The first is going to be the asset itself, the thing that generates or creates the excess that your clients are looking for. The second will be the client, like letting your clients know about this amazing asset that you have. And then the third is eventually going to be dispositioning that asset, selling it to somebody else. You can't take anything with you and you shouldn't. You shouldn't try to build a plan. There's no contract with God when you die. You can, can I take this piece with me? I want to make sure the cash flow still comes, you know, in heaven. Is it possible? There, there are. You know, well, I don't want to get into it, but there are strategies where your your trust can maintain for your family for you know after your death, and you know there are opportunities in that regard. But the for the most part, you can't take it with you, and so you have to have a plan to slowly disposition out of these things, and that's where seller financing comes in, which I'll be talking about later today. That's where letting go of some of your assets and still keeping that cash flow. That's where royalties come in when you're letting go of your brands. That's where um, profits come in when you're letting go of your business or partial capital gains when you're letting go of your businesses. There's a lot of opportunity by doubling down on your marketing. There's, there's one marketing strategy right now that works better than all the rest. Instagram should be interested in hearing what that is. It's this thing right here. It's a cell phone. It, it's really hard to beat. Really, really hard to beat direct calling somebody who has what you're looking for. It's, it's really sales. It really is sales. When you, when you want money and need money in the moment, in a pinch, quick, you want it tomorrow, you want it today, you pick up the phone and you call somebody who has what you're already looking for. Marketing is more about research than it is about sending out some message in the newspaper. You know, hands camera, what, the first thing you think about marketing, you're thinking digital marketing, like social media or newspapers or radio advertisement or commercials you saw or YouTube uh, vi videos. Yes, that is a form of marketing. It's something called paid marketing, paid advertisement, paid ads, click uh, PPC. And it works, it does. But there are other forms of marketing that involve just research. We talk about you know picking up your lists, like cleaning up your lists, skip tracing your lists, going out and contacting people. That form of marketing is highly effective when you dial down your list to the right people. This weekend, I was at an event with 150 real estate influencers because prior to this event, I had identified real estate influencers as the ideal person for me to work with to fill my platform that would bring more people into Alchemist Nation. 
I needed real estate influencers to create courses. I needed them to be quality. I needed them to have an audience so that it would drive more people to the platform. Hands to care if you've been on alchemistation.com and you think it's pretty cool. Wait, it's getting better. In one event, one weekend, I was able to corner 150 real estate influencers and build relationships with them, connect contacts. And we built the two core relationships that I needed, the people who ran the stages. That was it. The three core relationships, people who ran that stage. With those contacts, I can now have access to any one of those influencers. Thanks, camera, if that makes sense. In fact, at the event, Jen closed somebody to write a book because we were literally in a room full of people who write books, authors, speakers, trainers, coaches. And from that point, just multiple books are already being scheduled or we're booked out. You know, next couple of weeks, Jen's in fact told me, I can't start another book for another month until we get back up. That's, that's my Jen voice. Sorry, Jen. That's because of making one trip to one event for three days and dedicating to connecting with the right people at that event, going high enough leverage where it was literally our ideal customer, where we would actually be valuable to the event. I'm not talking about going to events and scalping clients. <laughs> I hate that. I hate when a coach comes into a coaching event and they're like, I'm here to find all the clients I possibly can. That's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is, or a real estate agent that goes into the RIA, that's clever. Like that's freaking genius never happens like there's like three real estate agents in every area across the country when there should be like 30 in there and scan if that makes sense we get regress that realtors just don't understand how to market properly now they're good at social media they're good at you know posting all their posts but at the end of the day they're not getting clients they're not getting continuous clients like you guys each one of you hand scan if you want to buy a property every year no matter what the market does each one, yeah we're like we're insatiable <laughs> <laughs> like, although interest rates are going up, market, you know, price is getting a little crazy and we're still buying because we've found a way to do that. We found a way to find those deals, those off-market properties. Right now, the, the hyper, hyper-focused list is the list that makes the money. Right now, the list to the landlord that's holding a bunch of property versus the person with only one property. Let the wholesalers do the wholesaling. Let them have their, you know, super big systems, calling all these different numbers. You know, like Drew, Mar Drew Martin's team has taken years to get to where they're at, right? Like that's a lot of people or a lot of advertising driving traffic in and hard to replicate for a new investor just getting started. Now in this market, it takes a year or two. Like Drew, when you started, how long did it take you guys? And you both were extremely sophisticated and extremely experienced beforehand, but how long did it really take for your business to start turning around? It was at least a year, right? You're muted, brother. Sorry about that. It was yep. uh, seven months before we got the first property under contract. And that one ended up, uh, we ended up basically taking a wash on that one once all was done. But I mean, once that was done, it kind of, the floodgates kind of opened, basically. Awesome. Let's give Drew Martin a round of applause. Thank you, man. We're on a mission to build 100 millionaires who are inspired to build 100 millionaires. Drew is one of those millionaires. Now, Mitch is one of those millionaires. Where, where are the rest of my millionaires? Ron's one of those millionaires. Doug's one of those millionaires. Our celebrity coaches, right? Terry, Christine, Darina. Uh, Darina <laughs> she doesn't like doing the talking or the speaking, but if you ask her a question, she will answer. 
the other Mitch, uh, Mitch Durfee, is on the call right now, but Mitch will be at the summit, the 100 Millionaire Summit, our, uh, our credit guy. Each one of them are millionaires through real estate, through business, through crypto, through stocks. Michael Shine, right? Some of our, our champions. These guys and gals understand that it comes down to quality marketing. It really does. It comes down to improving their marketing, doubling down on their marketing. If they don't have what they want, they ask for somebody else to get what they want. They keep asking. I want you this week to do an exercise with me like we do every week because it's all about increasing income. And the only thing that can increase your income is action. Hence, can't you recognize action creates results? Results can either create failure or success. Action does not guarantee success, but enough action over time will eventually create success. Hence, can't we understand that too? So every week we come to the 52 weeks of wealth looking for the action step, looking for what is the one thing I can do such that by doing it, everything else is easier or unnecessary. This week, I want you to focus on doubling down your marketing. You're going to see my team this week doubling down on my marketing. The tightest, the tightest we've ever been on our social media will be coming out over the next couple of weeks. It's going to be intense, more valuable, more volume, hitting all the different platforms through a system through a repeatable system. And I'll be teaching that probably in a couple of months once I've proven the system. Hence, Cameron, if that's something you'd be interested in, low cost marketing that drives a bunch of leads in, valuable. Awesome. So the, on the piece of paper in front of you, I want you to write down acquis asset acquisition. This is the asset itself. If you're a private money lender, this would be acquiring your hedge fund person or acquiring excess funds. It would be going to your 401k or something to, to bring the money out. If you were a, a real estate investor who's looking to do flips or looking to do, uh, buy and hold rental properties, then you'd be going towards direct to sellers. But you wanna to go to the seller who has the most, portfolios, people who are holding a bunch of properties, a bunch of deals. Every city has their 50 to 100 investors. Every city's got the top guys and gals who have all the real estate. So you want to build your list of just them, just the LLCs, just the trusts, just the ones that are holding all the real estate. It's not a very big list. Unless you're in a major city, in which case, cool. You've got hundreds to deal with. You know, in Tampa, there's hundreds of people who own all the real estate. In Boston, there's hundreds of people who own all the real estate. But in Fall River, it was a list of 40 guys, all guys, 40 that had all the real estate, like they owned 80%, not 80%, they owned 50% of the real estate in the city, the rental properties. So it was a very small list. I just had to build relationships with 40 guys. Hands care if you know you could do that. I'm strongly encouraging you, build this list this year. This list is the list to build because they can do the seller financing still. They can do the adjustments with holding some paper. They can help you buy the LLC, put your name on the LLC tie you into existing mortgages, interest rates, do assumption of mortgages. There's a lot of opportunity this year in going after sophisticated investors who have larger portfolios, who are just looking to disposition, but also understand because they're sophisticated, understand how this market works in this market timing. The second type of marketing is your rental marketing strategy. Right now, it's still super easy. You know, it's, it's your utility marketing strategy. It's how do you find your lenders? Uh, how do you find your borrowers if you're a lender? How do you find them? How do you seek them out? For us, I strongly suggest people hang out in the Alchemist Nation, right? That's 
a place where we know we do deals morally, ethically, and legally, and we learn how to do deals the right way. And everybody has the opportunity to reach out to at least a dozen millionaires if they're trying to figure out how do we make this deal sweeter or work right, who have experience in real estate. Hence, Cam, if you've ever had a conversation with one of the coaches and it puts you on track, it just improved, changed your mindset. Awesome. So that's one place to look. There are other places. We're not the only spot. The 100 Millionaire Summit is another great location to pick up people to partner with, whether it's people for money, people for deals, or people who are going to run the operations. Putting everybody in the room makes a lot of sense. The third piece that you want to write down is disposition of the property. Marketing to disposition the property. Sometimes we market to disposition before acquisition. Sometimes we, we know that we're just going to dump something before we even pick it up. That's called wholesaling, right? Hence, if you're as wholesalers have no intention of ever holding it. <laughs> Mortgages do the same thing. Private money lenders do the same exact thing. No intention of ever like taking payment number one on this loan. But what we're going to do is sell it to the secondary market as soon as we close. We're taking points and then we're off, off to the secondary market. Anybody familiar with how that works? Had a mortgage sold to Fannie Mae or Wells Fargo or uh, one of the big companies, Chase. This is, this is how big business works. They start thinking about the disposition before the acquisition. They're thinking about all three phases of marketing, and now they have multiple streams of income from having multiple different ways to manage a property or manage an asset or manage their capital, manage their dollars. So I want you to this week, I want you to look at that list. You wrote those three different pieces down and you know, make sure you have an understanding. How many of those do you have? And then cut it down to just one. Pick the one business that makes the most sense for you. Don't worry about the market. The market will come up and it'll go down. And as long as you're marketing hard enough in whichever part becomes hard to get. Remember, marketing is creates an excess of your highest prized asset. That's always the goal. You just want to have more of what everybody else wants so that you can sell it to them for more than you paid for it. This is how you buy low, sell high. Yes, we get it. Buy low, sell high just means have more of something so much that you're okay with letting go. That's the best wholesalers are the people who own a bunch of real estate. Because they're like, I already got some. No big deal. I don't need this one. I'm not going to try to figure this out. It's outside of my buy box. Pass it on to the next person. And I created a little PowerPoint because I want to make the whole talk a little more interesting. So I started doing PowerPoints. And if I get it to open, let me know if you see the screen now. There it is. Marketing creates an excess of your highest, uh, excess of your highest prized asset. Acquisition this week, I want you to look at the acquisition phase. This is where this is where the money is made in the purchase, right? Hence, if you heard money is made in the purchase, acquisition marketing, put all your effort, all your energy into acquisition marketing, because as we know, renting out a unit isn't that hard. Oh, I got to go back to show slide. There you go. Acquisition marketing. <laughs> Utilization marketing. This is pretty easy. 
who agrees? We put a mark a tenant a unit on the market. There's tenants tomorrow, like immediately. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I have, I got into a post uh, this week and I talked about the percentages. And one of my tenants jumped on the call, uh, jumped on the comments, and you know he nice guy, but he made a mistake. He said, you know, you're you're raised rents. That's crazy. Now you're gonna raise rents again. That's crazier. And uh, everybody jumped on him and was like, no, that's uh, that's how this business works, bro. Like <laughs> we've raised rents. Utility. There's so many people who want those units that it just makes sense for us to raise rents because we know that there's another tenant right behind them. It's not about caring about the tenants. It's just that you have to increase rents right now in order to profit. Otherwise, the building eventually gets eaten up by inflation. Inflation is 8.5% right now. 8.5%. That means in order to maintain, tread water, you must raise rents 8.5%. That's a lot. So we've been raising our rents 10% the last two years because rents have been going up 15%. We've, we're still behind and it's okay to raise rents on tenants. We're gonna have to keep doing that because there's, there's enough inventory. There's plenty out there. Uh, there's plenty of tenants. Positioning in the marketplace, preparing your assets to sale repositioning or positioning yourself as the owner, the investor of assets before you own them, before you own them so that you can own them, and then considering the repositioning of them, positioning them somewhere else. Syndicators always talk about repositioning. This is what I've done. I repositioned, I repositioned. And we're going to be talking to a syndicator later today. Uh, for everybody who's at Be The Bank, you're going to get to see and meet Vinny Smiley Chopra, the guy who wrote the book on apartment syndication made easy. Been connecting with the people who do the deals that I think are the best deals for us to be doing right now, which is partnerships. Syndication is a form. Um, let me clarify that. I'm not saying syndication is the best way to do deals. What I'm saying is partnering with other people is the best way to do deals right now. Syndication is just an option. It's a way to do it. Hence, Karen, if we understand this exercise, are there any questions on this exercise? Any questions or any challenges? I want to make sure that we handle those now. Excellent. Today well, I have there, Be The Bank. There, yep. there is actually a question about Be The Bank, and it is, is it being recorded for those that can't make it? Are they, is there a recording? If they purchase a ticket, is there going to be a recording they can watch? Yeah, it will be recorded. Um, it just won't be out right away. It will be sometime before that recording uh, hits the market because our, our team is a little behind on uh, putting everything together. But yes, thank you, Mitch. At some point, Be The Bank will be available to everybody. Are you one of those people who bought the ticket and needs to take a hangover sleep? No, Alan was mentioning he's going to the Red Sox game, so he wants to know <laughs> if it was going to be recorded. Yes, we will, we will hook you up, Alan. Thank you, Mitch. <laughs> By the no, way, you're looking, I'm maintaining right now. So Be The Bank, we're going to be talking about the three different ways you can make passive income, the three uh, tools or reasons or uh, strategies for leveraging capital. It doesn't have to be your capital, but leveraging capital in this market so that you're more safely acquiring assets, more risk off, spreading the risk, acquiring assets, not with debt, but with equity partners. We're also going to be uh, learning how to qualify your partners 
how to make sure the asset is meaningful to invest in in the first place. So I will be evaluating a deal and how to protect yourself and keep the money you invested. So how do we be the bank is more of a mindset. And I'll be talking about that mindset of acknowledging that there is already all that money in your hands. By the way, a quick example, just imagine you had access to $10 million, $20 million, a billion dollars of equity, access to a billion dollars in capital, and you could lend it tomorrow for five, 6% interest. Hands to the camera if you know a bunch of people who would go and borrow that money. Yeah, that's not, a, that's a reality. Like there is billions of dollars in the market right now that is looking to find homes in real estate deals. So we're gonna be talking about how that works. Be the Bank is a training that you definitely want to be at no matter where you're at in your real estate career, because the goal as a real estate investor is to be the bank. Step one, acquire assets. Step two, disposition, utilize, allow people to leverage. Step three, seller financing. Be the bank. To go into DSTs, whatever you do, you want to move into paper assets that you're not involved with eventually in life. Ask Ron. Ron, I talk about it all the time. I was like, man, I can't wait to the day where all of this rental property that we've held is now managed by somebody else. And we're just a silent partner. We're just that the outside piece of deals that are being run by people that we've trained or people that we like or people that we sold to. So the link to be the bank is on the screen. And it's also going to be in the chat. Oh, Daryl dropped it. Awesome. And Dow, can you drop the HTTPS in there so that it shows up? Thank you, brother. Awesome. Is Mike Shine on the call? He is not. He is celebrating the holiday weekend. That makes sense. That makes sense. So Mitch, are you down to do the book of the week? I am not because I have not read that book. You have not. Awesome. I'm just all sorts of useful today. <laughs> what was the book this week? Uh, give me one second. I'm pulling it up. And for anybody who doesn't know what the book of the week is, this is how you do it. You go to alchemistnation.com, go to 52 Millionaire Wealth Principles. I scroll down to Wealth Principle 11. Oops. I go to the books, which is here. And principle 11 is Crush It by Gary V. Crush It by Gary Vaynerchuk. And if you want to buy the book, you can use my affiliate links. I am shamelessly going to make 30 cents off of you. So here's the, the book, Crush It. Doug, have you read this one? I have not. Drew Martin? Oh, man, I guess I'm going to do this book. All right. Crush It. If I have it near me, it might be in Darina's office. It is in Darina's office. All right. Well, his next book, Crushing It. Gary Vee wrote two books. The first one was Crush It. The second one, Crushing It. <laughs> in these books, he talked about his marketing strategies, why it made so much sense for figuring out social media platforms, for marketing in general. You're going to see... Ron, myself, Alchemist Nation, using the crush it strategies in marketing over the next couple of months. We're going back to high organic traffic, just like Gary V talks about going out and 
putting forward the content that people are looking for. One of the things he talked about in this book was you've got to find out what your audience wants and then create it for them. It's not just content, content, content. Oh, if I post things on social media, people are going to want my, my products. It's not how it works. You've got to create engagement on social media. You've got to create value on social media. People have to learn something, feel empowered, be entertained, feel something in order to engage with your posts. So posts can't just be garbage put out there. It has to be some something valuable. I've, I've been crushing it. <laughs> I love the I love that's the name of the book. I've been crushing it these past couple of days. You know, with my posts on three percent like interest rates, posts on be the bank on you know lenders are trained, not uh, not found right. Private money. Who's anybody see these posts? Super controversial. Pissed a whole bunch of people off, but it got engagement. It got people talking, community created, ideas uh, spouting, like different uh, different conversations coming up. And that's what, that tr attention drew more people to the links on my platform. Anybody notice I have a link tree on my platform now? Last five days. Last five days, I've just been saying link in the bio. No more different unique links. And it's become a lot easier to track what's working, what's not working. Gary Vee, in his book, he talks about pushing everybody back to your blog, <clears throat> pushing back to your blog. This way, now you can uh, communicate with them later. You can add more value with them. For me, I'm just looking at push them to Alchemist Nation and give them a bunch of free stuff. All right, go to Alchemist Nation, you get my courses, you get access to coaches, mentors, you get access to the uh, forums and messaging people, access to millionaires. So you can do something like that as well send them to a place where you know you can connect with them later. 100 Millionaire Summit is one of those things. Right? These live events that we do, Be The Bank is one of those things. You bring your money partners to a Be The Bank course and suddenly now you have a bunch of extra money. I wanna open it up to coaches for questions. So open up, <coughs> open up to questions and the coaches can answer. Let's, uh, let's start asking questions, go ahead. What questions do you have on marketing? Because this is, by the way, a big animal. Ask as many questions as you want. 